Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul, epic episode 29. I am Sean. I'm here with my best pal, soul worker, Stacey Renee. Hello, Stacey. Hello, Sean. How are you? Oh, my goodness. Where should we begin? First, let's talk about the obvious. I spent time with my niece and nephew, and they gave me the child crud. You sound like you're a giant booger factory. Yeah, I'm so congested. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's a really great thing. But it's 100% true. I don't feel bad. I am just congested. Yeah, so- you sound awful. And as soon as you got on today, I'm like, ew, what's going on with you? You're like, I'm under the weather. And I'm like, no, you're yeah. on top of it. Oh, my goodness. But you know what I have to say? They are just adorable, super amazing. I love the heck out of them. We had a great yeah, time. I was going to say, where did you go, Sean? Because you and well, I may have been in the same place. We at the were same in the time. same place, right? So I was in Cincinnati, <laughs> of course, visiting my family. It was my niece's second birthday. Um, yes. And we had a great time. But, you know, the one thing is when you spend all this time with them, they become your best friend and they want to eat your food and they want you to carry them places and they then shove their hands in your mouth and, you know, all of those things that kids do, which are really cool and a great experience. And I'm loving Uncle Life. Minus I was really hungry because my nephew like ate all of my food. Apparently he didn't like his, but he liked mine. Uh, because yeah, that's of that. How it goes. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, but because of that, I got all of the germs and all of the crud. So I am on every decongestant known to man of, you know, doing the neti pot. I'm doing all this stuff and all of the things, but I'm still congested. Be careful. <laughs> you don't want to get an amoeba. You know what? I might have already gotten it. I I don't know what kids have, but whatever they have, they gave me. Um, But it was such a great time. It was so fun. But, you know, here's the worst part is I was in Cincinnati. You were in Cincinnati. um, But yet again, we didn't see each other. No, and I was in Cincinnati for a full hour. (laughs) In the middle of the night, just so everyone's clear. I wasn't just ignoring her. By the way, another storm as I entered Cincinnati. Apparently, I just bring the weather with me. It's fine. It's good. You must. Yeah. I slept through the storm. but So matter. this also means since I was in Cincinnati for an hour and everyone's like, what in the world is she talking about? I got a phone call from my mini saying, mom, I really miss you. I really want you. And can you come get me? Because, you know, I can just start my vacation early and I just need you. And so me and husband Max and son Lucas left at 11 o'clock on, I don't even remember what day it was, Thursday? Yeah. And picked up Emily at three o'clock in the morning, Friday, and got home Friday night around mid- no, 1230. And drove straight through back and forth. My car has a new scratch on the side of it from the front bumper all the way to the back bumper. Husband Max ran into a guardrail while we were driving home in Tennessee. And I have moved. I'm sitting on the floor of my new bedroom next to my daughter, Emily, as I talk to you. Um, We moved yesterday. So this week has been... Um, literally, um, forgive my language, but a shit show in a basket. It's <laughs> just been one thing after another. Hey, daughter Emily, say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Long time no talk. 
it's a party on here today. So how was moving, you know, driving the U-Haul, undoing all the stuff? Like, how does it feel? How was the new place? Tell us all about it. I was going to say, what do you think of the new place, Emily? I drove the U-Haul because I'm a crazy mofo. And, you know, my parents were professional bus drivers. So I I love to try to drive the big rig. <laughs> uh-uh. And this was the biggest truck I have ever driven. And I think I did a decent job. Um, Yeah, it's been interesting. Emily, what do you think about this house? Because Emily, being my daughter, has lived everywhere I have lived with me. And this is the first place we've ever moved that she's not living with us, which feels very strange. But what do you think, kid? Um, As far, uh, like, on, like, a general point of view, it is a very nice house inside and out. It's very spacious. I think it's definitely an upgrade. You know, like our old house was wonderful, of course. Um, but this one definitely just kind of meets the vibe of the current family. And it's in a great area. It's a little out of town. So it's kind of further away from things. So it's more stuff to explore. There's cows down the street. Yeah. Oh, um, and on a more Stacy level, <laughs> uh, it also is just a completely different vibe. It's a lot more quiet. Um, Ooh. Just a lot less tension, which is nice as well. It's, it's a vibe, like literally a vibe. And it's probably one of the best things that I could ever do. I mean, so, legit. Are, are there things there? Like, have you met new friends? Is is Ghosty there? Tell. I mean, we, this, these are things that we must know about. Uh, yeah, no. And it's weird because, like, even yesterday, I was talking to my friend Dolly, who, you know, she's been a part of this entire process. And we went to go get coffee. And she was like, girl, your entire demeanor is totally different in this house. You're just, like, completely relaxed. And I mean, Sean, I don't feel depressed here. I don't feel heavy. I don't feel exhausted. The kids all feel different and better. And, you know, it's it's crazy because literally, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a vibe. I mean, I, love I don't it. know if it's just because it is, I mean, Sean. I have my own bathroom that has its own bathroom and a walk-in shower. And then I have a walk-in closet that, as Lucas has said, it is the size of his bedroom. Well, there you go. You're going to be able to fill that up with all of the things, all of the accoutrement, the the clothing. But you know what I think you should use it for? That should be your podcast den. Because then maybe maybe the cat will come in. That would be perfect. Definitely. So, you know, moving there, you feel lighter. I love that. The family feels better. I love that too. Tell me about leaving the old place because I know that probably had a lot because you'd been there for so long, had so many memories and so many friends. How how was that? It's been, it's been very different. Um, I don't know. I mean, I started here with this whole thing of just like a whole new place of okay this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna go and new starting new finishing I don't know it's like leaving that house was I told Max as soon as I pulled out of the driveway I'm not going back 
Like he can go back and finish all the other stuff. He can, the garage still needs to be done. Um, there's some loose ends that still need to be done. There's still the loosey goosey stuff around the house that needs to be trashed and stuff like that. And I'm like, Nope, I'm good. I'm not going back. You can handle it. And that's where we're at. I'm just done. Like I've, I've finished it. If that makes any, you yeah, know, no, I think that does done. make sense. You've, you've closed that chapter of your life. You've moved on to something that's bigger and better and different. And you don't need to go back, right? I, I'll tell you, when I moved from my place to my current spot, I did the same thing. I, I haven't been back. I've driven past it before going to other places. And I've looked and I, I've longed for some great memories. But realistically, I have not thought about going back there. I have not wanted to go back there. I don't have any desire to go back because I think that chapter closed, right? And I think by you moving and putting all this together, you know where your chapter is. You have now moved on. Your book is new. It is fresh. There are a lot of empty pages to create new awesome memories. I'm so excited for that. I'm excited to see what happens in this new place too. And knowing that it feels so fresh and so open, I'm sure that's really different, right? That's just a, a fresh awakening and a new beginning, right? All of those things that you just are so great. It's definitely been a step up and, you know, as stressful as moving is, it could have been worse. And I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm renting from a close friend, which has made the process even cooler because, you know, yes, you put business aside for friendship. You know what I mean? Like you leave the two alone, but then there's little things like they made a whole little welcoming home basket kind of thing and, and bought little special things for us like waters and cookies and the little necessities. And, you know, because when you're close with somebody, they kind of like put you under their ring, wing regardless. And right. I mean, it was just like walking in yesterday and seeing that stuff. I was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? It was really cool. So that's really awesome. I'm, I'm really glad. No one did that for me when I bought my house. I just walked in and had to make my own cookies. Exactly. And other things. So we had 36 hours in the car. And Woof. that sitting, sounds ter terrible, terrible. I thought about you the whole time. Um, oh, and, so and how I know you would have enjoyed the whole situation and experience. I would have stayed that. home. Just, yeah. just so we're clear. Just, I would have been yeah. like, I will help you with a bus ticket, an airfare. I will pick you up from somewhere that is not 36 hours in a car. Well, Frank. yeah. It, and so we have come up with a few things. One, there I have a favorite animal other than seahorses and penguins that I want to find and make my own. Okay, wait, can I guess? Yes. Okay, so I'm going with kangaroo. Kind of, almost, kind of. That's a really excellent guess. Okay, wait, Emily. well, how close how close am I? Emily, explain to, to Sean what, what my new little obsession fascination is and that we have found they are native of Florida. Sean, I'm sure she's talked to you about this. I have she's not. talked to everybody I know about this. Um, I know this is new. The capybara. Oh, I've, I've heard of this thing. Where, where are you going to find it's basically one? like a, a giant South American guinea pig and a yeah. in, invasive... Uh, group that lives in central and north florida so of course she freaked out and then she also found out that you can have them as a pet oh my uh, goodness no uh, listen yeah. I, i'm putting my foot down <laughs> they stand One. on top of each other sean no you <laughs> and I, can't even, what, I, I don't even need to talk to husband max about this because i already know the answer is no 
because you have too many people in your house, right? Right now you have daughter Emily and granddaughter and you have two dogs and a cat. All of these, no, 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 and no. I have Emily's cat peaches. No, 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 no. I'm putting my foot down. I'm telling you that's not permitted. No more animals. You already have a zoo. No capybara, time. capybara, capy, capy, capybara. No, no, I mean, and you can't just have one. You have to have two or they get super depressed. No, 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 and no. I'm putting my foot down again. I'm telling you no. I'm calling your landlord to let them know it in your <laughs> lease says no exotic animals. Period. It's fantabulous. And no. so the other thing that as we drove, um, Lucas is obsessed with aliens lately. Really? Yeah. And mind you, we don't watch news. We don't do any of that stuff because, you know, I'm a homeschool crunchy mom and I kind of like keep the kids very sheltered in that sense. She's she's uh, making it sound underwhelming. No, like super sheltered. <laughs> super sheltered. Okay. Nobody asked you, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing. So how does, I mean, how did this even come up? Is it like, ooh, I passed the the UFO store driving down 75 or like, how does it, how does a child even come to think that they're into aliens? Is that even a thing? So Lucas is already, as we know, a very peculiar little guy. Uh, (laughs) When I, even when I lived with them, my, my husband would like be babysitting Lucas or watching Lucas and Lucas walked up to him one day and he's like, I want to watch that documentary about aliens. And so they did. And that was like a, a few months ago. And ever since then, Lucas has just been on this thing, just random spurts about like aliens, just being like, oh, did you know that aliens, this, this, and this? And it's like, well, we don't know if they're real. So I don't know how, how you know that they are doing those things, but cool. Um, and that kind of started a conversation on our way home. Uh, I forgot exactly what it was, but I think it, it has something to do with the lights or something as we were leaving. Yes. Cincinnati. Um, and he like had asked if something was aliens or made by aliens. And I was like, where did you even get that from? Like, that's just a regular building. Right. Uh, yeah, and so then mom and I had started on the conversation. Obviously, I I'm sure everybody has heard by now that about the congressional hearing that happened about a week ago regarding the Air Force and um, the UFOs yeah. of things. Right? And yeah, so yeah. Lucas is like, I told you they're real. I told you, God <laughs> told me they're real. And so, Sean, I just have to ask you, what do you think about all of this? I mean, I know you're kind of like, man, whatever, but like legit, what what are your thoughts on this? You know, I don't I don't really know what to think because there has to be another type of something, right? Like we can't be the only things in the world. No, we right? can't. In the world, in the universe. So I agree there must be something somewhere, but I don't believe that there is something that's going to come and take us away. I don't believe in that nonsense. That's not that's not in my my DNA, you know, because I really feel like people are here together to be friendly. We're all here for one purpose, you know, for that the happier part of life, to get life together and and really push into better places. So I I don't believe any of the negative things, but I also can't believe that we're the only ones. So, you know, I don't I don't have any formal opinions per se. But I know that it's okay, and I'm okay with it. 
whatever happens, right? Because we're all just here living together and we can do that. I can live with my dog. I can live with your capybara, capybara. I can do all of those things and it is okay. I um I wonder, you know, when you hear about, you know how I am about Christianity and the Bible and all of that stuff. And I love learning about it and trying to put it into real world time with all of that. So I wonder, and I cannot help but wonder if aliens are actually fallen angels of Ooh. what they wrote about in the Bible. Because That's it makes sense with the thought. pyramids and you know what I mean? Like there's always been proof and talk about all of that stuff. So it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, well, what if the aliens aren't actually like one or the other? I just feel like they're majorly connected, if that makes any sense, where yeah. I really truly feel like when they say fallen angels, were they really angels or were they aliens that they were seeing or is it a little bit of both or you know what I mean? I mean, I think it could be all of those things because I mean, we don't know and I don't, I don't think we're ever going to really know. So I, I think we can make them positive, right? That's why I don't believe they're coming to get us. They're not coming to take us away and, and do whatever alien movies say they're going to do. So why I not? I don't know. We My grandma Bud swore she was abducted. When she was alive, she would tell me all the time how they would come take her multiple times. And yeah, so I, you know, I don't know. Never say never, never, never say, say never. never. You know what? Uh, we have to go back a topic here for a second. So remember uh, last week we were talking about hate mail and uh, my family, mail. right? Yes. My family doesn't really cook, right? So I did receive some hate mail. I do need to tell you that. I didn't tell you yet because I didn't want you to be uh, sad. Are you ready? <laughs> so the hate mail came from my mother. Uh, she listens, you know, religiously and gives me feedback after every, every episode. So um, I did receive hate mail. I just need to put that out there. And she needs to let, I, I need she, I need to clear the air because uh, while I was in Ohio, she did cook something for me from scratch. Uh, and I did eat it all. And what I'm not proud to say this, but she made zucchini bread. And I'm telling you, mm. I don't know if I liked zucchini bread, but right. I do now. Because I literally ate the entire loaf uh, in about 13 hours. It's so good. And it's the it kind so of good. stuff that you can just go walk by and take some more. And, and, just, and that's what I did. I had that yeah. for breakfast. I had it for mid-morning snack. I had it for lunch. I had it for my afternoon snack. I had it for dinner. Uh, I had it all day. So I need to clear the air now and say uh, my mother does cook. She does make zucchini bread from scratch. And therefore, I am retracting my statement about her cooking skills. I'm, Do I'm not I'm, get I'm, any more hate mail from my mother. I was going to make um, meatball subs tonight for dinner. And then I realized that most of my utensils and cutting boards are still in the garage packed in a box. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys up there in Orlando, but here it's like hotter than normal without rain. And going into the garage right now feels like an oven. And I'm like, nope, we're good. So we're going to probably work on the meatballs tomorrow because it's just yeah, too it's, hot. It's been increasingly warm recently warm that is a very loose wording of this weather warm. yeah it's um definitely warm 
Uh, but you know what? I prefer it. I know that I'm I'm not in the majority. I like the warm weather. I like being warm because I don't like being cold. So because I don't like being cold, I'm okay with being warm. I love being cold because I'm a baby beluga and I can always get warm, but you can never, you know, cool off enough. Nope. Mm-mm. Once you're hot, nope, it's I, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. My family keeps their house at like sub zero and it's terrible. You realize I do too. You know this. Yeah, already. that's part, another reason why I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm just, you just keep adding up the reasons and then I have all of a sudden. And pillows all over my couches for those reasons of when I have people who cannot handle the cold. I'll bring a hoodie that yeah. I can do quite well. I do, it's, it's I do fine. know my hoodies. I'll feed you and make you warm. It'll be good. Yeah. And I'll wear a hoodie. So it's, it's perfect. Exactly. So I, Sean, I want to talk to you about this week too. I have had some very interesting sessions with people who have lost children this week. And a lot of them have had to do with overdosing. Whoa. Um, okay, wait, hold on a second. Now, you know that we got to back up. You can't just say these things and just keep on talking. So you're telling me that in in a matter of a few days or a week or so, more people than normal have come up in your sessions with the same sort of outcomes. Yes. And it bugs me, but at the same time, it's very interesting to me because it always bugs me in the sense of as a mom, you don't ever want to go through it. You don't ever want to think about it. You don't ever want to even broach the subject. I mean, I went almost insane when my girls were growing up because I was convinced I was going to lose one of them. Um, so I, it used to make me really uncomfortable having sessions with people who have lost children and I've gotten better with it, but lately it's been overdoses like, and, and it's interesting because I'm realizing how often drugs are laced with things or how often people chase highs that like the meta, like the different things that they're taking isn't an immediate effect. And so it takes them longer to get high. And so they'll take more. And by the time they get high enough, they fall asleep and die. Wow. And it's interesting to me because they don't suffer, but it sucks because the families are left with open hands going, what happened and I didn't get to say goodbye and I didn't know they had a drug problem and I didn't know this and I didn't know that. And most of the times it's accidental. It's not even a drug problem. It's, it's literally just trying to chase a high because they felt like letting go of some things and it turning into a death. And it's, it's just, it's so sad to me and horrifying to me, but at the same time, it's interesting because like I said, it kind of brings me peace a lot of the time when I'm realizing, all right, well, this person didn't have necessarily a drug problem. They just were in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of nice to, to be able to offer that peace because I'm sure, you know, the things that we don't want to think about in life is, you know, losing your child. That yeah. That's very difficult and not, you know, not generally what happens. So I'm not sure that any parent is prepared to have that happen. So I do think it's really great that you can offer some of those peaceful moments to say that, oh, you know, maybe 
little Susie didn't have a drug problem. And, and here's how things went down and here's kind of what happens. But I do think, unfortunately, our society has a lot of concerns about drugs. And yeah, there's a lot of people who are trying to cheat the system and make those things feel more substantial and then therefore are laced with things. And, you know, I, I think we hear about that often and it's, it's a really unfortunate problem. It's scary. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's not like they can fix it. You know what I mean? It And there are definitely law enforcement and stuff like that trying to fix it, but it's, right. it's a very hard problem to chase. And so it's just one of those things of diligently trying and, and you can teach your kids all you want to say no to drugs and stuff like that. But even with pot, there are sometimes like if you have gummies and everything like that, it's, it's, you can have one and go, okay, two hours go by and you're not feeling anything. And, and then you take another one and you're like, okay, finally. And then you realize you've taken too much. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things that are really delicate. So it's well, just, I mean, it happens too with, I mean, liquor, true. Right. Yes, I mean, things that are legal. The alcohol. Yeah. You know, it, you, drink daily maybe and all of a sudden you don't need one beer you need 50 beers and that 50th beer is the one that puts you over the edge right yes. I, mean, I i know that we're making light of the situation a little bit but that's the actual truth is that there are a lot of things that have the same consequence right unfortunately um there are many drugs that are laced with bad things that are doing worse but it's it's all a really unfortunate situation and it's even more unfortunate that parents have to go through that um, how do they feel, right? How do how do you get them through this? You know, if you're able to tell them that maybe they didn't suffer and they just fell asleep, and you know, clearly they're coming back to say something to them, which is a really great moment, I'm sure, for the parents. But how how does that usually go? A lot of the times, a lot of the times, a lot of the parents take it responsibility for the for their death, like where they feel like wow. they did it, they caused it, they messed up somehow. Um, and what's interesting is that I don't know if we should necessarily be teaching kids to say no to drugs, but be teaching kids how to cope with life and to cope yeah. with stress and to cope oh. with, you know, the odds and ends of things that get too much and how to cope with loving somebody who doesn't love you or breakups or divorces or not being the so many things right we don't talk about it and i feel like a lot of people choose alcohol a lot of people choose drugs to get away from the situation that they're running from yep you know and and it works it works trust me i yeah it works and you know, there, there are so many different times where I've met people and they're like, well, I didn't know they had a drug problem. It doesn't mean that they had a drug problem. It means that one time was their time. And, and the other thing too, that I've realized is that they may have died going that route, but 99% of the time that was their time to go anyway. And so it may not have been an overdose. It could have been a car accident or a heart attack or just dropping dead from aneurysm. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things of when it's time to go, it's time to go. And that is just the way that they, the, the good Lord took them. If that makes yeah. sense, the way that that goes, you know? Yeah. I mean, but that's still hard to hear, right? I don't think it's any parent awful. wants to hear that. Most friends don't want to hear that, right? Those yes. just aren't things that you want to deal with in your life. And it's sad for sure. And, you know, I, I hope that we as a country and as a world, 
can find a way around that and can get ourselves back together um, and maybe make some real change to, just like you said, teach better coping skills and teach different ways to get through things that don't include those types of things. Best way to put it. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, and, and it's just, uh, it's heartbreaking, you know, and especially with the way that society is right now. I went to the grocery store this morning and I bought stuff that I would normally spend maybe $60 on. And now it was $150 and it took me back. I was like, holy crap, I didn't buy a lot of anything. Right. But inflation, I mean, even cheese was $10. I bought mozzarella cheese for the the um, meatball subs. And it's like two years ago or even a year ago, it was $7.99. Yeah, and maybe. It was $10 or $10.99. I'm going, what in the flip, you know? And Ooh, sorry, husband Max. Party is happening at your house. Yeah, I was gonna say husband Max is calling. Um, but and that's stressful. That stuff is stressful. And so I think we really need to start working on mental health and coping skills. You know, I think that we need to talk more about it. I think we need to be more welcoming as a society to go, hey, I'm really stressed out and I, I don't know what I'm doing here, and I don't know if this is going to be better. And I don't know if this is going to go any better, if that may, you know what I mean? If, if that makes me a weak person, then that makes me a weak person, but I'm tired and I don't know what to do, you know? And I think, I think you're right. You know, as a, as a society, we, we don't focus enough on mental health and the repercussions that it has and really focusing on those things, including sleep, including good hygiene, including, eating right, like all of those things together make you a whole person, right? It's not just running to the gym, right? It's not just doing work or going to school, right? All of these things together make you a whole person. And when we neglect a certain portion of it, then you're not you're not going to be whole, right? You are going to have those moments and those moments are okay, right? We all have those moments. So it's okay to go and seek help, talk to a friend, talk to a counselor, talk to a pastor, right? whoever those people are in your life, that's an okay moment to do, but just get that help. Don't just resort to maybe, I don't know. And then woof, that could be a bad place. Exactly. And don't be ashamed. I mean, find your tribe, find your safe people, you know, and don't be ashamed. People are not going to judge you for having a rough time because I will guarantee you they are going through a rough time too. I will have gone through a rough time. Yes. I mean, It's just, I'm tired of it being such a bad thing when people are going through shit. It's just, it sucks. And we need to be more welcoming to listening. We need to be more understanding. We need to just be a shoulder for people to cry on. And I'm not saying rescue. I'm not saying fix. I'm saying listen. I'm saying, hey, this is normal. Yeah, life sucks right now. I'm here for you. You're not alone in this. I'll hold your exactly. hand. You want to go catch a movie or, you know, let me make some popcorn and we can just hang out and talk and drink soda. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many little things that we can do. Big cookies and just talking or playing. I mean, Sean, when's the last time you played a game of cards or, you um, know? You know what? I, that, that's a bad, a bad thing because when I was in Michigan, uh, we did do that as a family. We we played a lot of little games together. So yeah, 
Yeah. And, and to be able to sit and talk while you're playing cards or, you know, making a puzzle. One of my favorite things in the whole world is to make a puzzle and to sit and talk while you're making that puzzle. You know, it's a vibe. It's so, not a vibe. Well, we can disagree on that. Um, like your house shouldn't be cold. Puzzles are a, a moment from the devil. And road trips are awful. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> I, I don't actually know how anyone sits and does puzzles. I remember during the pandemic how everyone was like, I'm going to get a new puzzle. And I was like bouncing in my head. Like, I cannot believe anyone is doing these things. Puzzles Sean, are I am bringing a puzzle to you the next time we come over. No, we don't waste it. do a puzzle and podcast together. We won't. We won't do that. <laughs> frankly. You can puzzle all you want. If you're a puzzler out there here, I'm going to get hate mail again. Um, if you're a puzzler, <laughs> I'm for it. You puzzle all the way. Just don't, I don't want to. It's not for me. I'm good. It's, it's fascinating, you know, and the other thing about moving is that it really does, your surroundings really do make or break your soul. The people you surround yourself with, the area of which you live in, the surroundings of which you live in really do, it really does make a difference on how you feel on what you're doing. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it really does make a huge difference as I'm learning in this house is just your surroundings are totally different. I, I, yeah. And I had to say goodbye to my friend this week, which was weird and different. And that was this whole move has really been a big change and I, I even told them, I'm like, it's not as it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. And, you know, if God willing, our paths will cross and our paths will cross. But it's going to be a lot harder with me living a lot farther away. So that'll be a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you know, I think that's a great thing to think about, too, is that, you know, this new refresh is good for everyone. Right. And I think a lot of people in their lives need to take a moment to get their own refresh. May that yeah. be a dead end job. May that be a dead end relationship. May that be a house that makes you feel heavy when you walk in, right? There are so many things that really you can you can change and you can do better and you can find a better place for you and for people and you can grow and change and just be happier. Isn't that's what we all want? That's what I want for everybody. Exactly, you know, and and it's just be be open to what you feel. Be open to how you feel when you're around certain people. Be open to if relationships aren't working, change it. If your surroundings aren't working, change it. You're in charge of your own happiness. I tell people this all the time. Happiness is a choice. And it really is something that you choose to do. You choose to be. Happiness isn't a feeling. It's a mindset. Yep. Truth. You know, it really, really is. Everyone's like, well, I'm so depressed. Okay, so how can you fix it? Well, I don't know. And I've been in those places. Lord, have I been in those places. And I have contemplated multiple times, you know, doing stuff to end things to make things better just because I'm tired of a temporary situation. But that's just it. Even six months is temporary when you look at the big picture, Correct. you know, and just hang in there talk to your friends, talk. And even if, you know, and that's the thing, you may talk to your friends and not feel any better. Then go somewhere, sit by yourself and make small talk with a stranger. Because sometimes talking to strangers about things helps in a way nobody else can help you. Sometimes God uses people 
on the streets to change your perspective and to change your thought process that you would never have even given a consideration to. Yep, so. That's so true. And I think that's a perfect place for us to wrap this up because Absolutely. that's a moment that says, take time for you, take yeah. time to know what you need and find a person, may it be a stranger, may it be anyone who can help you along in your journey. And you know what? I know someone who can help you and their name is Stacey. Stacey, if someone wants to maybe set up some time with you to talk about what's going on in their life, how would they do that? I was going to say, my sessions really are like that. A lot of people say they're better than therapy in a sense um, because you can talk to me and I can see the full picture. It's almost like I'm watching the movie and you're just coming into the movie theater. Um, I can see the whole picture and then the how's it going to end up and what's going to happen. And, you know, if you're interested in having a session with me and getting some answers or just feeling better and doing and having some soul work done. Um, you can reach me on my website, soulworkerstacyrenee.com. And right now, if you listen to this, you will receive a second session free if you write down in the notes, BOGO. You write down BOGO, you will receive a second session free. You can Whoa, share it with somebody. That's awesome. Absolutely. I want to touch as many lives as possible. You can save it for yourself, you can give it away. Whatever you want to do with it, it's yours. It doesn't ever go bad. But the catch is to write down BOGO. You'll have a spot when you make your appointment for any questions or anything like that. Um, write down B-O-G-O so you can receive that second session. And you can also find me on Instagram at Renee. And Sean, where can people find you so they can send you all that hate mail? So, well, let's first, let's, uh, let's, let's figure out where we can find us together at Stacey and Sean yes. on Facebook. You can also find our Quack Pack Posse also on Facebook. Uh, join in, chime the conversation, let us know what's going on. Of course, we would love your reviews, your ratings. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're, if you want to give us a review, maybe she'll give you a third session for free. I don't know. I'm, Never just, know. I'm just throwing things out there because I can, and uh, she's not sitting next to me to hit me. So it's perfect. <laughs> but of course, if you want to just find me, I'm on Instagram at Seanco15, S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5. Stacey, it's always a pleasure. Quack Pack, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. And we will see you real soon. Bye, guys. We love you.